people don't understand that right. Lyme is life-threatening. Yeah. And when Tori had it, and we're going to go back to the Russell oh. Simmons hot yoga, but I would get in a lot of fights with people. Right. Because even my brother would go to me, well, she's not going to die from it. Right. And I'd be like, you know, I'd go berserk because right. I'm watching my daughter suffer. Yeah. And they'd all go to me, well, it's just Lyme. And I'd be like, you fucking <laughs> fuck. No, I would like have, yeah. my family wasn't talking to me anymore because they would make such light of it. Right. And it is life-threatening. It, it is. truly is, Lauren. Hello, and welcome to Got It From My Mama. You got it right. Okay, you interrupted me before I can even get to what people know what the podcast is about. Mm-hmm. Got It From My Mama is a podcast where I talk to my mom about everything you are too scared to chat to your own mom about. I'm Tori Piskin. I'm a comedian in New York City. You see me on MTV's Wilding Out and we're Friday 29 Snapchat Discover. And I'm Lulu Piskin, and I take Clonopin. Okay, that is an interesting... <laughs> I just figured, why not put it out there? Um, the podcast is about opening up. I have opened up. And let's get started. Okay, Tori. I got it. Got it from my mama. I got it. Got it from my mama. Hello, Lulu. Hello, Tori Piskin. I like so how you said my last name like it wasn't yours. Well, I want to make sure that it, you're part of, like, you're mine. You remember right. you're from me. I do. you're being bitchy to me. Got so it. So I want to make sure you know that I birthed you, as you say. With and the, you not owe even me for your life. In. Until the day I'm in the nursing home. Okay. And then you could, like, leave. I told you that. Just you drop know. Daddy and I off. I'll li- drop you Which off. is really fine. But don't forget to take the dog. By the way, yes. the dog—I don't mean to disappoint you—but the yes. dog could be dead by the time you go in the nursery. Well, that's room. true. But if not, all but right. Not take now care of her. Okay. let's get into the podcast. Now, this is like going to be a different type of episode than I think usually what we put out. Um, basically, as some of you guys know, I'll talk about on the podcast that I have Lyme disease, and we've never really like talked about the full story. And my mom would always be like, "You should talk about it. Tell your story." Obviously. That's a very mother thing. Like, it's my story, but it's really her story, too. Oh, it is all my story. <laughs> it's all about me. And so I just feel like this episode, I wanted to talk about Lyme disease. But instead of just talking about my story, I also wanted to bring on a special guest to talk about his story as well. So we have here Chris Morrow. He is the CEO and co-founder of Loudspeaker Networks. And he also Woo! has Lyme disease. All right. What a credit. Yeah. <laughs> My, uh, I'll put that on my wiki page once it gets built. Yeah. I mean, like I said, Justin Bieber just came out with Lyme disease. I, every time a new celebrity comes out, it gets me like a little excited. Yeah. I wish it was someone with, I mean, no disrespect to him, but I think there were like a lot of questions about him to start with. So if it had been like Tom Hanks or uh, like, that's true. Beyonce, like I feel like a little more more credibility, put a little bit more momentum, but I'll take, I'll take it. I, I hope it works out for him. Um, maybe he'll spend a lot of money and. Figure, figure out a cure or something. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. But I'm so excited to have you on to talk about this because, as I said, and then I'm going to try to shut up today because I think it's really about you and Tori <laughs> since I, I did live it. Just right. let's get this straight. Right. A mother. You lived it. We I get lived, it. Well, you lived in the apartment in the back room mm-hmm. while you had it. I had to endure the year like I'm up. a dog. Like I lived in a cage. And we, we had you in the cage. Anyway, so Chris, I think it is, you know, I've listened, as I said, to some of your podcasts. I did a little you know, my homework right. about listening to your story. But um, I think it would be great for our listeners 
to know how did you did you know when you got it? When did you get it? I think first we should just say what Lyme because a lot of people I asked on my Instagram if they had any questions about Lyme and a lot of people didn't even know what Lyme disease was. There you go. So Lyme disease, Chris, if I'm if I'm missing anything, I'm gonna try to say it simply. I'm gonna let you handle it and I'll I'll chime in. Okay, so Lyme disease is an inflammatory disease caused by a tick-borne illness. Right. And that tick bites you. Um, so it can have Lyme disease on it, but then it can also have a bunch of co-infections. Right. And I think those are the things that take the longest to actually heal from. Right. If you get those. And a lot of people just sometimes get Lyme, but most people get Lyme in like other, like Bartonella, right? Bartonella. What were they? Babesia. 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 Yeah. And then Spotty Mountain. What's that one? The cat- Rocky Mountain disease. That's right. Rocky yeah. Mountain. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, I think the first... Th- do you say I got yelled at by a doctor? I saw a doctor like a come a couple months ago, and I can't remember. Is that Lyme plural or singular? First off, I want I'm just to know. I, hear, I don't no, even no, know the whole time. Right. <laughs> I've when I listen to you, yeah. and doing yeah. my homework, and my husband. I wish my husband could have been here, yeah, because he was the advocate for her. Sure. So being a dentist, even though yeah. he's a dentist, <laughs> right. he took to the medical part of this, right? Like, right. Like he was the Lyme doctor, yeah, and he could be now. We in our family call it Lyme. I've heard you call it Limes. So I think it is singular Lyme. And yeah. I was meeting with this doctor. I won't say who it is because I think she's pretty good for the most part. But, you know, I'm paying her $600 an hour or something. Right. And, she's, and she stops me halfway through and she says, you know, Chris, you're very bright and you've obviously done your research, but no one's going to take you seriously in the community if you keep calling it Lyme. <laughs> and I was like, I don't give that's, a fuck what I call it. That's like, that's, that's that's like the most, funny. she's like, I know you're tired. I know you're right. awful. I'm like, why? a seizure, but it's Lyme. I'm like, you can afford <laughs> to give me this oh, little, Lyme. like, who cares? Lyme's, Lyme's, whatever it is. Right. But I think it is Lyme singular after uh, the town. Yeah. yeah. After the town in Connecticut where it first, uh, I won't say discovered because there's a lot of controversy about that too. But when it first started bubbling, I guess on people's radar, Lyme, Connecticut, in the uh, early '70s or mid '70s. Right. So I guess because I definitely want to tell both of our stories. So yeah. let's start with you. Like, where did you get it? How long ago do you think you got it? Well, I know I was in Fire Island. Uh, my youngest daughter is 10 right now, and she must have been about. One or two, because she was still in a stroller. Fire Island, for those people who don't know, is a island near New York City, kind of a vacation destination where there are no cars, and they've let the deer population kind of just go. So it's it's cool. Mm-hmm. If you don't get Lyme disease, you walk around, and the deer are frolicking in people's yards and everywhere. But uh, there are also a lot of ticks there. Yeah, and- people always say that. They're like... People are like, oh, isn't it gorgeous? The deer's everywhere. I'm like, get the fuck away right. from me. I still go, believe it or not. Wow. But, um, wow. Yeah. Go back to the crime scene? How I do you do the, that? The it's like scene keep of the going crime. back to your ex-boyfriend's house. Why would you go there? Well, there's one. We usually go to one town, and this one summer there's another town called like Robin's Rest or something, and people were like, there are a lot of ticks there. Watch out. And I didn't really worry about it. And we went on like a week-long vacation, and I remember the day we came back, you got to like trug through these dunes with all our shit. And I like fell down trying to get this stroller through the sand. And I kind of probably rolled over in these dunes. And when we got back to our apartment in Brooklyn, uh, there was like a tick on my leg. Oh. So you knew oh, what so you Lyme disease was. And I knew I had a friend, which is a whole separate story. I had a friend growing up who had bad, 
very bad case of Lyme disease. It probably killed him in retrospect. And, you know, I was like most people where I was like, oh, that's unfortunate. I mean, this was even the late 80s. He was probably the first wave of people to get diagnosed with it. But I think like a lot of people, I was after a while, I was like, all right, man, whatever. Like, mm-hmm. you're not that sick. Right. You're not... If you really were sick, you wouldn't be out partying. You wouldn't be doing this and that and the other thing. So, like, I was aware of Lyme's disease. I won't say I was skeptical of it. Like, I knew it was a real thing. So I knew uh, enough to, like, Google tick bite. And I just, you know, read um, if you get a bullseye rash, which is what it sounds like, like a red circular rash around where the tick bite is, that's a strong indication that you have Lyme's disease. So I didn't have a rash. I was smart enough to take the tick off my leg, put it in a bag in the freezer, and I got as close as to calling my doctor to say, hey, do you think I should do anything about this? Right. But his receptionist at the time was like a real pain in the ass. And like I can remember like starting to dial the numbers, and I like replayed the scene in my head. Like I started to dial yeah. the numbers, and I was like, eh, she's just going to like give me a hard time. Wow. I don't have a rash. Wow. I don't have anything. And uh, but meanwhile, you put the tick in the freezer. I put the tick in the freezer. Nothing happened. I didn't have any issues at all. This is probably like 2010, 2011. I must have thrown the tick out. And then can I, can I interrupt for a second? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, when you say that's what the tick that was on your leg, mm-hmm. how big is it? Just for context, uh, it's tiny. I mean, so it's, it's like, like a size a, of a seed, a pinhead, maybe. Okay, and so why? What 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 that, your, that was just your knowledge of it to put in a free, freezer or that's just something? Well, I'm like a little bit of a hypochondriac in the first place, so I'm always reading about diseases and stuff got to it. start with. I so, was one too. It, I feel yeah. like that always no, happens w- to. I yeah. swear, people but that no, get Lyme. Can, no, I just want to know what was the yeah. thing right, that drove you to do. I, I, I heard about my friend at Lyme's. Right, you okay, know, so like so. I so you had the history of right, right, right. Yeah, he had in high school, then college, and then and he killed himself. Well, it's unclear what happened. Okay, but it killed him basically. Um, but I mean, you could kill yourself from having a line. Neurologically, right. it, there's a big neurological. We'll get component, to that. Yeah, okay. I don't. So, if you don't, if you don't address it. Yeah, right. and you know, with like a lot of things, it's <clears throat> does limes bring out stuff that's latent in you, or right, the, are you? He had a lot of issues. Did he have a lot of issues because he had limes, or anyway? But so I was aware of it. It was on my radar. I knew to. So so Not the tick generally just clutches onto it holds on. You got to get it off. And you, yeah, you yeah. have to remove it. Yeah, yeah. That's and the reason why I, I'm totally I, I don't I just thought they just bite you and then mm. like a mosquito and then it's over. No, and, and they, they get just, bigger the longer they stay on because they they literally suck your blood. Oh. Yeah, so. basically what it does is it sucks in a little bit of your blood and then it spits out their blood into you. Do nice. you feel it? No. No. Nah. It's that's just crazy. I mean, I check like. Tick check is a thing, and I knew to tick check. That's how we found it. But the thing is, here you found it. I found it. We, wow. we did not. I love I how mean, my mom said we. we right. Like we're a married couple. Right, right. We did not find it. Well, you were with me the when team. it happened. The team, the team, didn't, the team, team. didn't find it. Oh, wait, go back. So now you throw the tick out. I right? throw the tick you out. Go home to Brooklyn. And nothing happens. So you don't feel anything. I don't feel anything. I'm fine. I forget about the tick in the freezer. It must have gotten thrown out at some point. <laughs> oh, but also you have a one-year-old, correct? I got two kids at the time. Two kids, okay. Uh, I'm you're, starting. You're running a big network. Uh, uh, yeah, big time. I you know, this, Right, yeah. all this stuff. <laughs> married. I got a lot going on. I'm married. And I don't really think about it. Mm. And then I remember the date, August 19th, uh, 2019. We we're about to leave on a vacation. So wait, that's how many years later? Oh, 2016, excuse oh, me. Okay. 2016. So about four or five years later, okay. 
uh, I'm working on a project at a desk somewhere, and I'm like, why are my legs twitching? Mm. Like, my legs are twitching. Nothing like this has ever happened before. And uh, so that was weird. And then I was actually talking to my doctor about this yesterday. Twice I touched my cell phone, and I got a tremendous shock. Like, I jumped back. Oh, yeah. And I was like, what the hell is happening? And I'm looking at my legs, and you can see my legs pulsing and twitching. And yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So I Google, you know, twitching legs. Mm-hmm. Twitching. And I, I, whatever yeah. it is, first thing that comes up is somebody, and someone has a picture on YouTube of their legs twitching. It looks exactly like my legs. And the first comment is, you either have Lyme's or ALS. Wow. And I'm like, fuck. You know, like, what the hell is going on? So... I'm like, I haven't been bit by a tick, because in my mind, I hadn't been bit right. by a tick. You forgot all those you know. years ago. I mean, I knew, but I was like... But I'll... I can't believe it took all those years for you to get the symptom. Right. I think sometimes I, I did it... not know that could happen. Oh, I think yeah. sometimes it does, yeah. Yeah, so uh, I started off thinking, knock on wood, it hasn't seemed to happen that I had ALS, because in my mind, um, you know... And then I'm calling my doctor, and I'm like... Something's wrong with my legs. My legs are twitching, and I had to go on vacation like the next day. So they're like, go see an orthopedic. And I'm like, I don't think it's that. <laughs> and then I'm on vacation, and I'm on the lake rowing. And when I come back from rowing, my arms and my hands are completely numb. Mm. Um, my eyes twitching. Actually, my eyes twitching right now, but my eyes started twitching. So that I could tell something neurologically was. Not right. Not right. Um, and I finally couldn't get in to see my doctor. I got in to see a nurse's assistant. And she was like, you know, have you had any tick exposure? And I was like. Oh, so she did She did, she did but I said no. Mm. Because in my mind, I hadn't. Wow. Um, but I was lucky. Once I finally did see my doctor, he kind of focused in on the tick thing. And I did go see a neurolo- neurologist. Uh I could thought maybe it was MS or ALS or something like that. And it just kind of like seemed like that wasn't what it was. And we kind of more focused on the limes. And then, um, but no one, you know, I, I, I so you can take various types of tests for limes. And there's what the CDC considers a positive uh, result for limes. And then there's what clinically a lot of Lyme doctors consider a positive. I didn't have a CDC positive. I had like, I don't want to get too into the testing, but yeah, like th- there's like six things that would have to come up and I had like four of them. So right. to the doctors, that was Lyme's. Um, what what type of, uh, the doctor was, what type again? So I have, a, I have a primary care doctor who is in the, in the Lyme's world, they call it Lyme's literate, which basically means he is aware of limes and believes it exists. And the the biggest issue within the limes community is to some doctors, and I've met a lot of doctors like this, if you only get limes right after you're bit by a tick and you have a bullseye rash, and if that happens, you take a month-long course of uh, doxycycline or whatever mm-hmm. it is, antibiotics, and then you don't have limes anymore. And if there's something wrong with you after that course of antibiotics, that's something else. Right. Maybe you're crazy. Maybe you're emotional. Maybe you're this, you're that. But you don't have limes. And then in the Lyme literate community, they think it's way more nuanced. And we really don't understand what's happening with limes. And it is very possible to have basically chronic limes as opposed to acute limes, which is just 
you get the tick bite, you get the rash, you take the antibiotics, it's right. over. So I was lucky in that my primary care guy, um, you know, was at least nuanced and fluent and all this stuff and acknowledge acknowledge yeah, it. So he, but he did put me on doxycycline initially, an oral one, oral mm-hmm. pills, and I was on that for about three or four months. Then it kind of took a turn for the worse. Um, I went to Los Angeles. I was working on a book with Russell Simmons and. I was telling him what was happening, and he had opened a hot yoga studio Uh-oh. in, uh, you know, and West I don't Hollywood. Need to laugh, it's so not funny. What? It's just like that. that your your experience, life threatening. People don't understand that right. Lyme is life threatening. Yeah. And when Tori had it, and we're going to go back to the Russell Uh-oh. Simmons hot yoga, but I would get in a lot of fights with people, right? Because even my brother would go to me, well, she's not going to die from it, right? And I'd be like, you know, I'd go berserk because I'm watching my daughter suffer. And they'd all go to me, well, it's just Lyme. And I'd be like, you fucking (laughs) No, I would like have, my family wasn't talking to me anymore because they would make such light of it. Right. And it is life-threatening. It It is. It truly is Lyme. Wait, so what happened with the hot hot yoga? yoga. Because I know heat is not, I mean like. Well, he's not a doctor, I learned that. (laughs) Because he was like, do the hot yoga that will help. He was like, listen, man. You got to sweat it out. You got to sweat it out. Like, hot yoga. Like, I've noticed this. I mean, I think yoga is great. I've noticed that people who are into yoga think it's the thing that's going to cure. Did you ever see that document? What was it? Side uh, note, that documentary about Bikram. Yeah, I want to watch yeah, it. I'm oh, sure. it was all. Oh, oh I people just were sweating. Fabulous. I mean, he was like, a, he was Sicko. sexually harassing right, people. Besides right. that, everyone was like, it cured my scoliosis. It right. cured this. It. I'm like, oh, shut up. Yeah, well, Russell. And, you know, obviously he has his own issues now. But, like, as as, as for this, um, I think he meant well. Right. So he was like, look, you just got to come and, like, this will be really good for you. <laughs> but, you know, my, my issue with him, because he's always used to drag me to yoga a lot. And uh, I'd be like, I don't do yoga and you're throwing me in these classes. And it's kind of like trying to teach someone how to play basketball by, like, here, go, go play with the Knicks for, like, five. Right. You know, like, right. these are very intense classes. And his... Hot yoga classes were like two hours. And, you know, I don't know how hot it was, but but also, but also you're sick. Like well, the thing is, we but at the time, my eyes twitching, my legs twitching. I that's mean, you're in the beginning symptoms. Of so it. okay, fine, I'll do right. yoga. <laughs> so I did yoga, hot yoga, the first day, and like to his credit, I felt pretty good when the class ended. But that afternoon, like something hit me, like mm-hmm. a wall hit me. I was like, man, I'm really jet lagged. Like this is something's off like i can't believe I, I can remember going out meeting a friend for lunch and just ordering this huge iced coffee and being like i don't know what happened like i'm yeah. really it was like another form of tired that you've really never, never experienced i'm like so tired and like that night i'm in la i'm staying in this mansion like there's all this stuff going on and i just like crawled into bed at like eight o'clock and i yeah. was just like i'm really fucking tired i must be jet lagged and well then, you thought of some of the yoga well, I didn't cross. So then, you know, he wakes me up at like 6 a.m. the next morning. He's like, come on, we're going to hot yoga. So I was like, oh, all right. So I went and did another like two hour hot yoga class. And like that afternoon, like I was just like, the, the, the closest I can compare it to is like I go to Taiwan every year. And like when you do like a 14 hour flight, like when you get off that flight, like you get hit with this jet lag that you just, you can't move it. And it was mm-hmm. like that. It was like I had just gotten off a 14-hour flight. So I was really tired. And then the third day, he was like, Let's woke me up. Again. And I was like, fuck <laughs> off. I'm not doing this. Yeah. Something's wrong. Like, I'm really, really tired. And uh, 
you know, basically, like, it's lasted since then. Um, oh, off really? and yeah, on. So that's what, four Three years. Three about years. three years. Um, and then my ma- my other major issue has been, I don't know how to describe it, but it's called hypercausia, I think. Mm-hmm. I have extreme sensitivity to sounds. Yeah, that's where I'm pointing. No one yeah, can see me. I love how my mom knows. Right. I mean, obviously you know my symptoms, but it's like you're in my body. Right. Well, it's look. It's a good advocate to have. I don't really have. No, we yeah. We want to talk about. Yeah. We want to talk about that. I wanted to talk about how, for you, yeah, how it affected your wife. Did she believe you? Relationships with that's Lauren. a good question. I don't know. I've accused her of not believing me once or twice. But you could understand. I could. A child is different as right. a parent. Right. All right, because your yeah. job is to fix things. Right. It's you. But as a spouse, you know, Jay might be like, oh, fuck, she's complaining again. Right. You know, it's, as well, we you know, know my, so, so how did that, must have been very difficult. It has been difficult. Like, I don't want to put too much of, you know, like my marriage business out there. It's probably no, not a good idea. Not. But it's difficult because, you know, and it's probably difficult in what situation you guys are in because there's still two young kids in the house. So whatever I'm not doing, that falls on my wife to do. So her attitude has been more like, you take care of getting better. I'll pick up whatever slack is around. But, um, I mean, you know, I go to all the doctor's appointments by myself. It's like a, it's like a job. It's, like, yeah. it's just like another fucking job I have now, which is a, yeah, it's a full-time job. Like, Limes is And a, also so expensive. And and I think one thing... You I know, tried to think about that today. I was like, how much... Ugh, don't even... I st- you didn't pay. We did. <laughs> I stopped <laughs> counting, but... She should talk. I, because I, I felt so no, guilty that you... I felt so lucky right. that I was able to have parents that could afford treatments that people couldn't afford. Mm-hmm. And I felt guilty. Yeah, yeah. And I also felt lucky, but also guilty. Like, we'll talk about my story, but when I would talk to these limey people on Facebook, yeah. they'd be like, I can't get better. Yeah, it was- Tori would cry about them, but here's my my other daughter was getting married at the time. Tori was really sick when yeah. she had- I think we should talk about my story, then we'll okay. go back to like how you're they doing. Differ, and yeah. Yeah, but I do want to say that yeah. at the time, my dad was alive, mm. and my dad gave us money. Right. Uh, and And- for anyone else, it would just be so much money. I've spent, I mean, I don't even want to put a number. And it went her, her illness, it was supposed to go to the wedding. I want you to know. It was like, it basically, it's like the amount if you're going to graduate school. Yeah. I said I went to graduate school for Lyme disease. Well, I mean, I've spent over 100, I'm sure. Yeah. Easy. Oh, yeah. And easy. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm very fortunate that I'm in a position that I can, you know, the doctor I saw yesterday, $500 an hour, so no insurance. Yeah. I want you to take this, this, and this. Each one of those is 150 bucks. Yeah. No insurance because it's all supplements. Um, I don't even blink anymore. So like, and we, we can get back to this, but whenever I talk to people who've just been like diagnosed with Lyme's and they like ask me for advice, this is the same advice I give to people about um, hiring like a babysitter or someone to watch your kids. <laughs> don't think about the money. This yeah. is not the place to try to fucking save money. Yeah. Save money on something else. Because if you go into these appointments, like with kids, with hiring like a nanny or a babysitter, like I can't believe people try to like. Haggle. Th- like yeah. this is where you're going to try to save a hundred bucks here, 300 bucks. Like this right. is the person taking care of your children. Like if they want money, you got to give them what they want. Like you are, obviously you have to have the money. Like you can't give somebody what you don't have. Right. But like. 
spend a little less on sneakers spend a you know don't hijack somebody's netflix account but like people <laughs> and, and it's kind of like the same psychology because i don't do this obviously but a lot of people pay their babysitters cash right and it's i'm sure we did right and that was a long time ago. it's the idea why am i coming out for this cash every month why am i paying this person four hundred dollars a week or eight hundred dollars a week whatever and it's the same way with limes why am i going in this doctor and right. getting a bill for five hundred dollars or why am i paying two hundred dollars for this uh you know this compound that might or might not work instead of what you would get on your insurance you know when you get the doxy it doesn't cost you anything no the doxy's like five cents yeah because it's part of big pharma and it's part of the system limes is outside of the system that's the biggest problem and if you're going to try to beat it by staying in the system, you're gonna have a very tough time. So what I tell people is, you gotta get prepared to spend the money and you can't, yeah. I mean, we cleaned out uh, the closet where I keep my supplements and stuff this weekend just cause we were like doing some cleaning and like, I'm just looking at boxes and boxes of pills. Some of them are full, some of them are half empty. Thousands and thousands, and like none of yeah. this shit worked. Yeah. But you gotta keep. You gotta keep trying. You gotta keep trying. You gotta keep trying, well, but I guess but, I'll tell then, my. Yeah. I'll try to explain my story. Is it my story, or your story? Well, you can fill in the blanks. Yeah, okay. I'm, sure right, I'm sure I'll have yeah. some. But I, I do want to say one Shoot. thing funny about your dad. So when we would go to the doctors, and it would be, you know, I think Doctor Raxlin is maybe was he eight hundred a session? What like, is he now? No, he was six hundred. So, so Jay would go, "What the hell am I a dentist for?" Right. Like he'd be <laughs> like, "I went into the wrong profession." But that's the danger: is a lot of people see that, and there are a lot of people moving. So, well, tell your story because okay, I'll, I'll get into we'll all the other shit. So yeah. basically, I was going into my senior year of college, right. which was 2012, and I was helping. We think I got it in the Hamptons. Not sure. I never saw a bite or anything. I also didn't even know what Lyme disease was. Mm. I grew up in the city. I went to camp, but like I've never, maybe I was told to check for ticks, but in my head, I probably was like paying attention to something else. Who knows what I was doing? And... I was go so my mom had this pop up shop for her fitness studio. We all know Shay's Fitness, and I was helping her in the Hamptons. And when I look back, kind of like what you had, I had what I think was I remember being in the house they rented. I was helping her. I was in the bed. I remember seeing this like bug, like mm. a really tiny bug, and I was like, "Oh, that's so weird." And I think the dog maybe went on the bed. One of the dead dogs. So I had so I had two very big dogs that yeah. came with me. Here's the craziest part is that I knew about Lyme from my dogs. I had them vaccinated, mm. I was feeling them every day. <laughs> right. And here's my own kid, who I didn't even think about, like it still haunts me, to say to her, look, Tori, let's check for, for ticks. Do you guys have like a summer place or something? No, no we were just I, there. I was there to work. Okay. I opened this fitness place. And, and we she, rented it. She came to help me, and the deer were every. I mean, they were literally. I would open the door. They were like almost in the house. I mean, I don't know, but I looking back now, I kind of had the moment. I remember being in bed, seeing this like tiny bug that looks like all the photos of a tick now. When I think yeah. about it, and I and I also think maybe it went in my hair because they say they. This <laughs> is gross. They they say ticks like dirty things. Mm. I really wash my hair. Listen, that it much. could have been the dogs transmitted to her. You know, I, I mean, know. They, we don't really know because she didn't have that red. Right. So red. basically, what happened was right. Yeah, I never saw the red. Then I remember like one day working out. Now it's probably like late August. Maybe I'm like about to go to school like a week from then. And I remember like working out, being like, "Oh, I'm so tired. Like I feel right. weird." It's like, "Oh, you know what? Maybe I need to eat." Like it was. I just felt that. Then September rolls around. Now I'm in college, my senior year. 
like planning to go to LA my last semester. And I'm just being like, I'm so tired. I feel really weird. Like it felt like I only slept like six hours. And I'm like, something just feels off. And basically I kept getting those days and I was really tired and now I'm sleeping like 11 hours. I'm like, this is so weird. I'm going out with friends. And one day I woke up, I was in school. I don't know, probably late September now. And I woke up and I had blurry vision. Mm. And I and like I don't if you guys ever experienced like waking up in the middle of the night and your eyes have to like yeah, adjust. That, this has happened to be scary as hell. Right. So my eyes weren't adjusting. Yeah. And I woke up and not only were my eyes not adjusting, I was feeling high. Like right. I've never been on like anything I've never tried anything besides weed, but I right. really felt like I was on like a drug. Yeah. I felt lethargic. I felt out of it. I almost felt like I was in a movie. It was the weirdest it's experience. Called uh, depersonalization. Right, so I got it. Yeah, it's I think scary. I have that too. Yeah. Then I remember being like, something's not right. Now I'm getting really emotional. Yeah. So I go to the school nurse, and she's like, I don't know what's wrong with you. And now I'm starting to cry. Yeah. I don't even know why. I just have these. I'm crying. And the only friend at the time that I was like, who's reliable that can take me to the hospital? I was like, oh, I know this girl who was weird. Was came out to be a lesbian, but we didn't know at the time. But she was like, had like a slight crush on me. Right. So I was like, all right, why don't you take so me to you the hospital? You just used her. Yeah, right. go ahead. She was like, all right, do you want me to do anything for you? Want me to rub your back? I'll rub right. anything. I was like, all right, come to the hospital. Right. So we're in the hospital. I'm in the waiting room. I'm like, something's not right. The lights are shining. Like it literally felt like you're in a. Th- you know how you see a thriller, a thriller movie? That's yeah. what it felt like. The lights were on me. Like I just felt so weird. You know, my lesbian friend is like, you're gonna be okay. You, you want to get into bed? I'm like, not with you. And right. anyways, so. I go to the doctor. He's like, he thought it was cat. What's the cat thing? Bartonella. No, no, the cat strat. Bartonella is a cat scratch one. Oh, so maybe he did. He was like, "Have you been near cats recently?" Yeah. And I said, "I, I go. I was at a party. There was a cat there, but I don't. In my head, I'm like, they didn't scratch me though. Right. Like I was confused. I call my parents. My mom is like." You need to come home. You got a brain tumor. Something's wrong with you. Jay, go pick her up. And right. I am very, I was very studious. I was like, right. no, I have a fucking essay due. I can't fail this class. And my mom's like, how dare you talk to me? You got a brain tumor. <laughs> Jay, go get her. Go get her. And I was like, don't you fucking get me. She did a YouTube video on this. Anyway, so my dad ends up coming to driving from New York now to Boston. This was the second time you went to the emergency room. No, I only went once in, oh, at, really? in Boston. I you went yeah. twice. So I was in Boston. My dad comes to pick me up. We go to my pediatrician, and she tested me for Lyme disease. I get, a, I go back to school. I remember crossing the street, getting a phone call from my dad, being like, because I'm so close, to my, I'm overly close to my parents. So my dad would talk to my pediatrician. Why am I 21 years old going <laughs> right. to a pediatrician? Who the fuck knows? They'll take you till 24. I just wanted that to. Oh, there. thank you. Yes. Okay. So I remember crossing this like common street at my college, Emerson College, and I remember getting a call, being like, my dad being like, "You have Lyme disease," and I was like, "Oh my god, thank God!" Like, right. I thought it was like something serious and right. I remember telling my friend being like it's just Lyme and she being like oh my god you're gonna be fine my dad had Lyme disease four times right I'm like great so then I guess she put me on doxycycline oral and I really then I maybe went like two months on it still not doing well and my dad was like maybe we should go to infectious I think the pediatrician was like maybe try an infectious, infectious disease, disease. Yeah, yeah. I went there he was like you should keep continuing the doxy yeah. So now I've been on it like two months. I'm still in school. I'm not feeling any better. I'm like really tired. I'm so lethargic. Like that's like out of body experience. Yeah. But I'm just continuing school. I'm like continuing my life. And they kept saying to me, it takes so long. Lyme disease takes so long. So I'm like, all right, I guess I'll eventually get better. Then long story short, I keep getting like progressively 
worse. But it's the thing with Lyme is it does it's not like sometimes yes that initial I think when you first are sick it's an overnight thing, but I think when you get worse it's so slow that you don't even like really see it happening. Right. You I, forget what normal is. Right. So by the end of graduating, I guess I was like then I went to go see a holistic. Well, that's a lot of months. That's from September, and you're graduating in. But May then I or went June. to this holistic guy. Yeah, you went on these um, herbs. Herbs, and you they... took yourself off the antibiotic. You said it wasn't working. No, and so I went on these herbs. It was like Chinese herbs. Yeah, and yeah. basically it was making everything worse, which I didn't know in hindsight was called Herxheiming, which is basically Herxing, whatever, and which is basically like. It's your way of like detoxing. It's right. like it almost feels like if you were the only way I describe it to people, it feels like you're like when a drug addict like gets off of a drug. Right. So I was like, I feel worse. Like this is making everything worse. Long story short, I graduate. I still don't feel good. I remember being in graduation, being like this. It was like a giant um, warehouse, and I was having like now was, that was my first panic attack. I was like, whoa, I've never had an, a panic attack. Like this right. is weird. But graduate, then I was like, I'll take on two internships that summer. Oh, I didn't end up going to LA because. I was like, oh, I I can't go to L.A. with whatever. With oh, Lyme that's disease. right. I forgot about I'm that. I'm supposed to go yeah. to L.A. And so then that summer I take on two internships. Um, I'm like filming videos with my friends. I'm still not feeling well. Everything's getting slightly worse. My symptoms were like fatigue, headaches, lethargic. Now I take on the internships. All of a sudden. Banging in your head. The, yeah. The now migraines, I'm having like. Your feet, the bottom of the feet. Oh, yeah. yeah. Pain. Yeah. I had that. I mean, then one the day. hands. Yeah. All the time. My hands are numb. Yeah. Then I remember going to another doctor, Dr. Axel, which was, I feel like, the guy. No, can I just go what? back a minute? Oh, I wait, think... there was so much else. Then I went they to had another. A million, there were many doctors. One doctor told me I had AIDS. Mm. I went into the room. Like, this is the best. I go with my dad, and my we're in the room, and then they asked my dad. This was, like, in upstate New York. They asked my dad. They're like, can you please step out? I was like, all right. So then they talked to me. They go, how many people have you had unprotected sex with? I was like, I, I don't know. I was like, I had a, I don't know even, I don't even think I even had it at that. I was like, I don't know, no one. And then they were like, are you sure? They're like, you might have AIDS. I was like, AIDS? So you're telling a 21-year-old that you have, I'm like, I have AIDS? I, I didn't know this, I want you to know, until we came to the studio. 